Good morning, everyone. My name is Renee, and I'm here joined with Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Renee. How's it going? Oh, it's very good. I forgot to tell everyone what they're listening to. You are listening to The Breakfast Show on the Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, 88, right across Australia. Um, we're just very glad to be to be with you this morning, to all our listeners out there. Um, the good morning. Ryan, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for the sunrise, Renee. It is beautiful this morning. Oh, absolutely. Did you see it as you were driving? I, I did, yes. You did? Oh, yes. Beautiful. Um, I think what I'm grateful for today would have to be uh, falafels. Oh. I'm very grateful for falafels. Why falafels? <laughs> well, I had a dinner with my uh, friends who were just next door, ne- ne- next door neighbors last night, and they made dinner for us, and it was falafels. And I was, I'm not always, a, I wasn't a fan of them at first, but right now I am <laughs> because mm. it was delicious. Yeah, that sounds tasty. Yeah. So that's what I'm very grateful for this morning. But um, Ryan, it's your second day here at the breakfast show. How are you feeling? Yes, good, excited, I'm still learning the rope. Yes, I have to say you're doing very well. Um, yeah, we were talking ahead before, just before the show started, you were practicing the, the weather real quick, which is coming up very soon. Um, but yeah, you're doing very well, Ryan. You should be proud of yourself. Yes, and we're filling in until Lyle gets back. That is right. Um, for our listeners, you will notice that we are not Lyle or Minnie. Both are enjoying their holiday. It is January. And so we hope you two are enjoying a break. I'll uh, probably going back to work if you're listening to this in the car, driving to work. Um, but they will be back. Lyle will be back on the 25th of January, where I believe Minnie will be back next week and I will be there next to her. So I'll be co-hosting, which will be great. Um, <laughs> lead hosting is, uh, is a time, but I do enjoy, um, yeah, do enjoy coming on the radio. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different going to get on with the show um, with some positive news, Ryan. What's been happening around the world in terms of positive news? I have some very positive news for you today. Excellent. And this is coming from across the pond over in America. An Arkansas doctor clears an incredible amount of patient's debt over Christmas. So this man, Dr. Omar Atik, voided more than 650,000 of unpaid medical bills for those under his care. It was a group of people. It could range anywhere between 200 to a couple of thousand dollars that he cleared of their medical bills just over Christmas. That's incredible. Yes, I know. He's an oncologist working in the community in Arkansas. And this is what he has to say about it. There is, has always been an element of doubt in my mind about our fellow citizens, fellow humans being having, sorry, fellow human beings having to worry about paying for services when they're mm. sick. The doctor and father of four says, but that is the way our system unfortunately works. Mm. The majority of patients unluckily have some, uh, some patients luckily have health insurance and some a way to pay for all the services and medicines, which are terribly expensive, but mm-hmm. some don't. So over Christmas, um, Dr. Omar Atik, mm-hmm. not, ha- not needing the extra money, decided that he would give his uh, patients uh, a bit of a Christmas gift. And so he cleared their debt. And it was just a real blessing for the community over there. Um, he's been in that area for nearly 30 years near Pine Bluff, in the community of Pine Bluff. And he provides comprehensive cancer care 
for those who are a little bit disadvantaged, who may not be able to afford it. And that's really his passion and inspiration for doing what he's doing. It kind of reminds me a little bit like Jesus and what he did for us. That's incredible. Not only is he, you know, helping people in their, you know, with their health, I think a lot of when it comes down to paying off your bills for medical bills, paying off any bills causes you to have stress. And then that in turn, I guess, affects your health. And so this guy is really going for your holistic health right there. So massive props to him. Yeah. Yeah. And what a powerful, um, just what a powerful thing to do over Christmas, you know, well, nothing more appropriate than clearing debt when, when we're celebrating the time of Jesus Christ coming into the world. Beautiful reminder. Mm. Well, I've got some more positive news for you. A COVID town reopens. The businesses of the Eastern Victoria coastal town mm-hmm. of Lakes Entrance are encouraging visitors to return. They want more people coming. And yesterday, after you were talking about COVID, yeah. I thought I would share a story of, of how people are just recuperating so quickly now yeah. after COVID cases have been found in their community. And so they're encouraging people to return down there. Um, they had one case in the area. This is around the the Gippsland area for those who aren't Victorian residents. And um, yeah, they just had a testing blitz. They uncovered no new cases. They did some deep cleaning in in some restaurants around the area. Um, On Saturday morning, the the indoor and outdoor dining areas of Albert & Co, a restaurant and cafe on the lake's entrance waterfront were full of customers. So it's just incredible to see around Australia that everyone is getting together and and cleaning and moving forward, even in the midst of this pandemic. Yeah, but doing it safely. So that's Mm. that's awesome. That's great stuff to hear. And some last little bit of interesting news. Yeah. We have a new type of skyscraper that has hit the world. What do you think it's made out of? A sky in Australia? No, in not the world? in Australia. In the world, a this... skyscraper. Mm. What's it made out of? What's it made out of? Uh, I'm going to assume some kind of metal. No, not at all. These oh. are poly scrapers. Of course, they're oh. made of wood. So across the world, advancement in plywood technology is giving way to a sleuth of wooden skyscrapers, aptly called poly scrapers. Wait, why is it called poly scrapers? Because they're made of plywood. Of oh yes. No, sorry, ply scrapers, not poly scrapers. Oh, My okay. apologies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's okay. Um, but these innovative towers are beginning to top two hundred feet. That's like 25 stories or more. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. With one ambitious project in Norway reaching 280 feet. That's that's 25 stories. While also creating less carbon emissions and requiring less time to build. So not only are they doing it better, but it's better for the environment. Yay! (laughs) And the secret to these ply scrapers, survival Uh and success comes down to a new way to create plywood. It involves laminating boards of wood together with a glue at 90 degree angles before pressing them together under immense pressure and steam of the industrial wood presses. This sounds like something we learnt in school when we made like towers out of straws, <laughs> but they're completely different, obviously. No, yeah, but that's it. It's, it sounds very cool. But yeah, this technology has changed the whole face of timber as a construction material. And I'm wondering myself... Mm-hmm. Will Australia ever have, you know, a few wooden pl- ply, sc- ply scrapers dotting uh, Sydney or maybe one of the other Sydney's, uh, cities? It's so, quite these are buildings. buildings. These are buildings, yeah. Made out of wood, plywood, mm-hmm. that are incredibly tall and sounds like they're good for the environment. Right? Yes, that's it, yeah. I was reading this morning that an actual fact, um, having locking the building 
building buildings, building buildings <laughs> building out buildings. of wood is actually better for locking in the CO2 than letting the tree decay because as it rots, it releases uh, that CO2 back into the environment. So, in, in matter of fact, building things out of wood is actually more positive for our planet than leaving it to just rot. Wow. Well, I have learned something today. This is this is really cool. So, um, this is this is mainly in European countries so far. Yeah. Well, this one was being built in Norway, uh, and it's the tallest at the moment. But there are a few others dotting uh, various countries, and yeah, mainly in Europe. Um, but hopefully, we'll see some of this hopefully cool technology enough, yeah. come out. Yeah. I love. I love. There's some great news stories, Ryan. I love hearing about anything that has to help with the environment. Um, an incredible story about that doctor um, helping out in his community. You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We've got more news stories to share this morning. Um, this one's a bit. <laughs> this one doesn't make me very excited, but we'll go on. Um, it says after 12 years and almost after 47,000 original tweets and amassing 89 followers, this person has been kicked off Twitter. Do you know who I'm talking about? I think I do. Is it? President Donald Trump? It, it is indeed. Um, so, according to the news, Trump was banned from his favoured social media platform in a wake of the violent mob storming the US Capitol, which happened, I believe, last week. Yeah, it was tragic news, Renee. It was. Very, very much so. So, social media heavyweights such as Facebook and Instagram have followed suit in an attempt to curb incendiary incendiary oh sorry uh, speech um and so the online platforms have either banned or restricted harmful speech where the u.s president might look next in, in search for his next uh place to i guess talk to his followers so you know um this i don't know this this one's interesting it's i guess um i don't know people have their opinions on on what's happening and mm. And your view on free speech, but that's that's what's happening right now. Um, moving on, there has been some. What do you call it when <laughs> my my brain isn't working? Um, natural disasters. Apologies. So unf- I don't know if you heard about this, but unfortunately in Indonesia, um, there've been two landslides actually. That oh happened, wow! Which have been quite tragic, very tragic in fact. They've killed 11 and injured 18 and the search still continues on in West Java. So rescue workers were among at least 11 Indonesians killed in two landslides in two landslides in quick succession um, that devastated a village in West Java. So the landslides were reported three and a half hours apart on Saturday at a village in Sumodang, a uh, district of West Java, 150 kilometers southeast of ja- Jak- Jakarta. So at least 18 people were injured and many, ma- many more I'm still missing. And this is according to local officials. The Natural Disaster Mitigation Agency spoke, um, who spoke up. They said the rescue, the rescuers who came after the first landslide in the village they were surprised because the second landslide struck as they were evacuating survivors wow so the first landslide was triggered by high rainfall and unstable soil conditions and then the subsequent landslide occurred while officers were still there um they're not quite sure why that one happened it could be who knows it could be just follow up on on that you know the Mm. soil was very unstable and so um yeah, that. Um, so 
they said that the, f- the second landslide was f- worse than the first, with some residents believed to have been, uh, yeah, just buried alive. So uh, this is really sad. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, I don't really want to share this news, I guess. But I guess it it is a reminder that, you know, all these things are leading up. It just reminds you that Jesus is coming soon. Yes, it is. Yeah. And that this world where we have a lot of problems, um, where sin has, you know, caused natural disasters in our world and we're separated from loved ones through death, sickness, illness, and we experience so much stress. Um, we still have that hope in Jesus. And that's what I love so much of the message of the gospel is that there is hope. There is Mm -hmm. hope there. Um, and so, uh, much prayers go out to those people in Indonesia. I have to say they've been hit quite hard. There has been a plane crash um, uh, there as well in Indonesia. In, in Indonesia. Um, a national search and rescue agency has have been continuing to search for an operation for the 62 passengers of the uh, Sri Wijara Air Flight 182. I don't think I said that right, but I'm very sorry. It crashed into the ocean shortly after taking off on Saturday. So the Boeing 737-500 plane was heading to the city of Pontianak on the Indonesian side of Borneo um, when it lost contact at 2.40 p.m. So there were 50 passengers, 43 adults and seven children on board, as well as 12 crew members, according to the Minister of Transportation. So, yes, um, definitely prayers up for Indonesia. In more news, I believe, I don't, I don't know, um, more, I don't know if you're from Brisbane. Are you from up north? No, no, no? I'm, I'm from down south, central coast. Oh, so, that's right, central coast. In New South Wales, that's up the central coast in Queensland. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in Brisbane, the lockdown is finally over. The three-day lockdown. Three-day lockdown. So um, all these uh, shops and restaurants have been reopened. And I guess this kind of relates to your your news when you were sharing how people are bouncing back and getting together and reopening the community. Mm. So millions of residents in the greater Brisbane are breathing a collective sigh of relief, a relief as the region snap back into uh, – as they're, they're – Lockdown officially ends. As of 6 p.m., the strict stay-at-home orders, which kept millions of people housebound, um, allowed them to now move freely around the community without travel travel restrictions. So um, for the past three days, the streets have been empty of people. People have been in their homes. And so um, this article talks about how people are finally relieved. to they, they Their plans were cancelled during those three days. They had to stay home. And so as, immediately when the clock hit 6, 6, was it 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. Many people packed up their cars and they left just for a, for an easy holiday. Families are now to travel are now allowed to travel to other regions. However, masks are still required. Um, so health authorities waited for any sign of the highly contagious UK variant of the corona, uh, coronavirus in the community, um, but none have been, as of now, none have none, none has been um, detected. That is some good news. That's some good news to hear. So, yes, as Brisbane reopens, people are enjoying their time out. Um, 
What else does it say? Uh, the premier Anastasia looked visibly relieved with the result at Monday morning's press conference and thanked the community for an absolutely, truly remarkable response. Mm. Um, she says that this has been the best news we could have hoped for. Absolutely the, the best news. Um, I have to say, I was <laughs> one of my favorite things about, um, I guess when we were all came together during the pandemic is like, you know, all these restrictions came in and you kind of felt trapped and you're like, oh, I, 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 you know, this is this this is kind of lame. I don't enjoy life right now. But it was really cool if the, when the whole community comes together um, to follow follow the law, so that we can all hopefully get out of this as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is a lot of at stake. I know in past stories we've been sharing about a lot of businesses that have suffered through the pandemic. Um, they, you know, with no business coming in, no customers, but it's awesome that, you know, we're, we're trying, we're working together to, to get through this um, as a community. And that's what I love to see. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. I don't know if you can tell if you've uh, if you if you've been listening from the beginning of the show. We have quite a theme. <laughs> the song you just heard by Anna Beaton, who was talking about a lot of fruits, pawpaws, mangoes, all the things. We have a book um, that is an, a vegetarian cookbook. Yes, a very healthy cookbook. So. I don't know if you put the pieces together, but today we're talking about health and we have Tracy here to talk about a whole, f- the advantages of a whole foods plant-based diet. She is a nurse and she's coming to the office this very early morning. So we're very grateful um, to have her in. Um, Tracy, how are you this morning? I'm great. Thank you. Um, awesome. Awesome. So we're going to just get straight into this, this interview with this, this, uh, interview with you. I'm going to, my first question, I guess, is, um, we'll get, you know, what is the advantages of having a a whole food plant-based diet? That's a bit of tongue twister. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, there's loads of advantages. Um, yeah. Um, like just to list a couple. Mm -hmm. So there's advantages for your health. There's advantages for the environment, Mm. which we're learning more and more about. Um, Animals, obviously. And um, I believe, and this is one that's probably less known, um, it's way more economical as well. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So it's good for you and it'll save your wallet a little bit as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So in what ways is it economical? For yeah. a person. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, for your personal budget, mm. I mean, so this is as long as you're not going out just replacing your bacon with fake bacon or yeah. <laughs> chicken nuggets with, you know, the processed vegan food that you can buy. And there's loads and loads of yes. that now in the supermarkets. So um, if instead, you know, you're replacing your meat with things like legumes, tofu, you know, beans, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Have, have you ever heard, um, because it might be a myth, but have you heard people talk about like, it's so much cheaper to yeah. eat like Maccas and, yeah. you know, take out and just like, I guess, easy to make meals than just yeah, to, yeah, to get veggies right. and stuff. Do, does anyone yeah. say that to you? And, Absolutely. And is that true? <laughs> so many people say, you know, it's how can you afford to eat this way? It's so expensive. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's so much actually cheaper because, um, yeah, particularly if you're not buying all the processed food, mm. um, which is actually healthier. Fruit and vegetables are actually fairly cheap, especially if you buy them in season. You know, you look out for things that are on special this week. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I tend to cook 
largely from scratch. So rather than, you know, buying the convenience foods, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I I think especially with processed foods, they tend to be very... Is the word addictive? Okay. Absolutely. And yeah. so if you're addicted to these foods, I mean, sure, a cheeseburger is $2. <laughs> but like if you're yeah. addicted to that cheeseburger and nuggets and you get maybe a shake with that, then constantly eating that all hours of the day, then that yeah. really does add up. Um, That's right. Mm. And how can, how can uh, eating whole plant-based foods um, mm. actually improve your health? Oh, my goodness. Uh, So many ways. Um, There's been just thousands and thousands of studies that have been done Mm. that have shown that um, after being a non-smoker, your diet is actually the best thing you can do for your health. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Really? So so what's the best thing you can do, the best thing you can do for your health? Yeah, yeah. Um, Look... I think, you know, eating, trying to increase your um, fruit and vegetable intake. Mm -hmm. Um, Most Australians don't eat enough fruit and vegetables. Um, It's alarming, actually. I think it's in the 90% something. Like it's really quite shocking. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, try and have more fruits and vegetables, um, which is naturally going to increase your fibre. We're not eating enough fibre either. Um, And try and, you know, try and eat whole foods, Mm -hmm. I guess, real food. Mm. Yeah. So we're not just talking about adding a few potatoes to our meal. We're <laughs> like more of a, a general colourful plate. Sort That's of thing. right. Eat the rainbow. Yeah. Eat the rainbow. You've heard about eat the rainbow. Yeah. I, I believe I have. So that's where you have different <laughs> veggies and fruits yeah. corresponding with different uh, colours. Or yeah, can you explain yeah. that to us? That's right. So, I mean, variety is important. You know, try and eat um, lots of different foods. Um, you know, what's available. Um, so on your plate, you know, for instance, at lunchtime, you know, if you can have a salad and just put lots of color in it, um, you know, a variety of color, just like, you know, it was quite old fashioned that, you know, mum used to want to have the greens and something orange (laughs) and, you know, maybe, um, like a potato or something on the plate and then the protein, um, you know, there's, that's not a bad idea. Um, and if you can throw in, you know, something purple and something red as well, then, you got bonus points. Mm, there you go. <laughs> what if I have a I have a person asking for a friend? What if you don't like a certain vegetable? Like, say, yeah. what's an example? A capsicum. What if you don't like capsicum? I don't like capsicum. You don't have to eat capsicum. There's plenty of oh, other thank vegetables. Goodness. Thank you. <laughs> We're so blessed in Australia. Like, we live in really a lucky country. There's an abundance of variety. Um, and choice, and it's all very affordable. You know, you can go to Harris Farm, or mm. if you've got the time, or um, yeah, I'm always just looking out for stuff on bulk and buying. You know, what's on? There's always stuff on special each week at the supermarket. Mm. Yeah. So learning to make it work, be creative with your be with your creative. meal pre- preparation. You know, get as much color as you can. Yeah. Eat a variety of foods. You don't have to eat capsicum if you don't want to. <laughs> Don't have to. <laughs> um, You're missing out though. Red I, capsicum. I think oh, I am. Everyone, people eat it raw, and so I, I wonder. I sit there and I wonder why. But I think maybe maybe I should try it. I'll I'll, I'll try. It. I'll dip my toe in the water. Um, I want to I want to guess. I want to ask you more about what you know. You did mention earlier about the 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 um, benefits that a plant based diet has on the environment and the economy. Yeah. Can we go that go into that in more detail? What Yeah, yeah. Um look I'm no 
expert, but, you know, I've read plenty of studies um, and, you know, on the environment, there is definite links with, like, climate change, deforestation, you know, depletion of our resources such as water, um, soil erosion, some ocean mm. dead zones. Wow. You know, that's scary stuff. Mm. Um, it affects our beautiful Great Barrier Reef here. Um, our water and, and air pollution as well, um, so the ozone layer. Um, species habitat loss, you know, so using, um, you know, our precious land for grazing cattle mm-hmm. um, often, you know, means clearing of that land and mm-hmm. um, and world hunger as well. Yeah. You know, we've got more than enough food to feed the whole world, but, yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, our... Um, consumption of meat is exponentially rising in the Western world. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that if uh, if you really care about the environment, mm. the best thing you can do for it is switch to a, a, a whole food plant-based diet because yeah. that actually res- consumes less resources than, than growing meat. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. You know, this is coming from, um, you know, studies, so Oxford University studies. Uh, Joseph Moore was one of them that, yeah, said that is actually the best thing you can do for the planet mm. to switch to a, um, a vegan diet, they call it. Mm. Mm. And, yeah. it, you know, I've, it doesn't have to be all bad. I know a lot of people really like their baked veggies mm. and, and um, you can incorporate things mm. like that into your meal. And do you find uh, the variety... Um, really filling and satisfying have you been you've been following this diet yourself for a little while yeah i have yeah um yeah absolutely and i mean i i'm an advocate of um of you know adding not subtracting you know Ooh. yeah just approach it from a um you know just from a positive angle mm-hmm. you know so um you don't want to i'm not a fan of fad fad diets or you know depriving yourself i love food mm-hmm. you know food is to be enjoyed it's one of the pleasures of life um so you know just look at opportunities to add vegetables add legumes you know to dishes that you already eat and you already enjoy mm. um yeah so for instance if you're making a pasta sauce um you know preferably it's a tomato base or a vegetable base rather than a creamy base um and you know add lots of roasted veggies into it um or whatever vegetables you like you don't need to add capsicum (laughs) (laughs) but um you know some red capsicum in your um tomato base and you know if you puree it up it's beautiful it makes Mm. it really sweet and um yeah so for for people who that was just some great advice there and I want to follow mm. up on that mm. with for people who I guess struggle with struggle with their of of a di- of a diet this isn't a diet this is a lifestyle right Absolutely yeah yeah who who struggle with starting to eat healthy um yeah. what what would you say to them what advice would you give to them Yeah look just take one step at a time maybe just um you know do one thing Mm. You know, so maybe start with breakfast. Um, Ooh, okay. You know, and if you normally skip breakfast or if you normally, I don't know, eat a sugary cereal or something, yeah. um, maybe switch, you know, just try and introduce something healthier. Um, if you're interested in going more plant-based, you know, um, you could maybe switch to using a plant-based milk of some sort, mm. you know, instead of replacing your dairy with that yeah. for your breakfast to start with. Um, I mean, you know, there's plenty of ways um, you could just do one thing. Um, but don't, you know, you just got to take one step. Um, 
because you want to make it achievable. And it takes a while to change habits, you know. Mm. But, you know, the good thing is that our taste buds actually change. They're constantly rejuvenating. um, And it only takes a couple of weeks before you've got a whole new set of taste buds. So persevere, you know. I know when I switched, I used to love dairy, uh, love cheese. Mm. (laughs) That was my go-to. And initially when I switched to soy, um, I didn't like it. (laughs) And it took me at least a month um, and probably trying lots of different ones. And now I can't bear dairy. If I have dairy, I'm, yeah, I find it, yeah, I don't like it. So, yeah, you can change. So there you go, Renee. You may be able to endure (laughs) a capsicum yet. You just need to persevere. I was just about... Let me tell you a funny story. So, And people think I'm a bit crazy. So my husband and I, um, we used to, when we were younger, um, have lots of picnics with friends, like we were saving and stuff. So try and save money. So we'd go on picnics in the summertime, especially when we had the you know, kids were young. Um, and a lot of our friends loved olives and they used to, on these picnics, bring these olives that they'd buy from the deli and they'd, you know, talk about how beautiful they were. And we both hated olives <laughs> <laughs> and we felt like we were missing out. And so we forced ourselves to eat olives <laughs> and now we love olives. Anyway, there you go. So if you ever, silly meet, example, but. ever meet a not olive person, they can be converted. <laughs> I don't like olives too. And you don't need to like olives. <laughs> that's okay. I promise I do love my vegetables and fruits, but I don't know why. The two, the two I don't like. I, I think I think I, what I liked what you said is like when you loved cheese and um, mm, yeah. in order to get yourself to, I guess, because it's hard, right? It's like a, it's not. Yeah. A, it's also a mental thing. It's your brain. Your brain is telling you that you love cheese and you you need cheese yeah, and yeah. so to override that thought that's a lot of um willpower also i guess discipline and just yeah. just willing to you know what i know that this is better for me yeah. and i'm going to invest in my health um yeah and you don't have to like you don't have to decide that you're going to be a vegan for the rest of your life and mm. it's like a life sentence or something yeah. you know yeah. just you know take one step or just Eat a little bit more fruit and vegetables or introduce, you know, some legumes, whether it be if you like Mexican food, you know, order the beans Mm. rather than the meaty dishes or, um, you know, if you like Indian food, dal is awesome. You know, just introduce some new dishes. Try some new dishes. Try some different cuisines and, you know, there's actually it opens up a whole new world of eating and a whole new world of flavours as well. Mm. Yeah. Use lots of herbs, you know, fresh stuff and lots of spices. I love hearing you speak so passionate about, <laughs> uh, passionately about, you know, eating, eating well and, and being creative with your food. Um, yeah. And it sounds like you and your husband have been on this journey. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's been awesome to hear from you, Tracy. So thank you so much for sharing. I've learned a lot. um, And I'm sure Ryan has enjoyed having you here. Mm, Inspiring. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.